Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. my friends and welcome to ups and downs AEW Dynamite. Now you may be looking around going, Simon, where the flub of you? Well, of course, it's WrestleMania weekend. I have come to Dallas in the USA, in the United States of America, along with the rest of the What Culture gang. We have just sat in a sports bar and grill about two minutes that way. And I have watched AEW Dynamite live with my own two eyes on a big screen. But it doesn't matter that we've come to a different country. We tilt the finger of power and we give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. And I know this person right here. My man, you can come in. My man Lee from wrestling. The main man, the host of Progress Wrestling. The legend that is Simon Miller. Appreciate that, man. Thank you very much. And now we take the finger of power and we up those doubts. Sorry, it's going to be a little bit of a different ups and downs today because, I mean, usually I'll let you in. I've made a bunch of notes and I kind of check my notes. But here we're kind of riffing, so don't get mad at me if I make a mistake or I say something wrong. But our first match was CM Punk, who was back on AEW Dynamite. And he was taking on none other than somebody I can't actually remember right now because I've been up for 24 hours. Let's see if it actually comes. Max Caster! How can I forget Max Caster? Especially because the Acclaimed are genuinely my favorite tag team. When Max Caster... Caster comes out and does the whole, listen, listen, I get really excited. Now, I really enjoy this because it's twofold. One, it continues on the CM Punk goes and fights all the young people in AEW tour. But so here, after he had got the victory, because come on now, he was never going to lose. Tony Schiavone got in the ring. He put a microphone into CM Punk's face. and He was like, hey, CM, what was all this belt stuff you were doing last week? which did make me laugh. He's not going to go ask hungry in my tum-tum. He was letting you know that he wants to take on the champion, whoever that may be, in a few weeks. He dropped Hangman Adam Page's name. He dropped Adam Cole's name. I presume that they will fight a battle of the belts and the winner goes on to take on CM Punk. But here's the thing. I'm pretty sure I'm right in saying this. CM Punk says he will win that championship before he leaves AEW by any means necessary. Now, given that I believe Hangman Adam Page will beat Adam Cole whenever they do fight round two, does this mean that the Cowboy takes on Punk and CM Punk is a heel? And my word, that's just ticking everybody's boxes. CM Punk goes after the world title, probably wins it, and maybe, just maybe, CM Punk goes heel. So as you can probably figure out, I am giving it an up. In terms of the match, 
Punk won with the Anaconda Vice. We zoomed backstage next where we saw FTR being interviewed and they were wearing very cool NWO inspired gear and they were joined by MJF. Now, of course, over the last few weeks, we've been teasing that Cash and Dax are going to go good guy. But Maxwell here was like, look, my friends, you really need to watch my back because Wardlow way be around. And of course, he's banned Wardlow from the arena. But FTR was like, we don't want to get involved in your beef. We really like you, Mr. Friedman. But we also really like Wardlow car, which is when MGF was all like, look, I don't want to have to tell you, but Wardlow used to talk shit about you all the time, so you should definitely side with me. But unless you've only been watching wrestling for about a week, it's very obvious what we're going to do here. MGF's going to go mega heel, whereas FTR will eventually turn face. Which moves us on to match number two, which was John Moxley versus Jay Lethal, proving that this was an absolutely ridiculous episode of AEW Dynamite. Now, if we go back to Rampage, Lethal had told us that he was bored of losing and that something had to change. And look, while this was absolute fire, it did end with John Moxley hitting the paradigm shift and he got the one, two, three. And I sat there and I was like, well, Jay Lethal's going to do something. This is definitely going to do... Just give it one second. Jay Lethal's going to attack him. But he didn't. And he just left. Now, look, do not get me wrong. John Moxley shouldn't have lost here. That'd be absolutely ridiculous, especially given everything he's doing with William Regal and Brian Danielson. But something is brewing for Jay Lethal. And again, it may be a heel turn. He may be about to go bad, boy. But I know, but I surprised me. But I tell you this, if you don't plan on watching this match, you should. It was proper vicious. They just smacked each other right in the face. Up. They've got a big video for Marina Shafir, who has been tearing it up on Dark, if you don't know. So I suppose we're going to do a big push for her soon. And then it was FTR versus the Gun Club. And who was on commentary? Maxwell Jacob Freeman. So if you can believe it, in the early going, the Gun Club were actually whooping FTR's ass. And at one point, Austin Gunn was basically walking over Dax and then wiggling his hips, which is a little bit weird because there's only one situation in life which you should thrust. But this ties in to what happened at the end. Now, of course, Billy Gunn was casting distraction the whole time and using up his MP. But even though Wardlow had been banned from the building, he came storming in through the entrance here. He was throwing security guards through tables like he was Brock Lesnar, and he was making a beeline for the commentary desk where Maxwell Jacob Friedman was sitting. This is when other security guards grabbed him and pulled him away. But then back in the ring, FTR almost lost the match because of all of this shenanigans between MJF and Wardlow. Now, they didn't. They hit the big ring and they got the one, two, three. But MJF got in the ring and he was like, oh, dudes, I'm so happy for you. Let's go and have a hug. Dax pushed MJF's arm away and he was like, listen, all your stupidness with your old best friend is now ruining our matches. Don't let it happen again. And while they were kind of buddy-buddy by, you know, the time it was all said and done, we've already talked about this, soon MJF is going to be all by himself, and he will have no one to blame but himself, and I'm giving it up. The Jericho Appreciation Society were then cutting a promo backstage, and I want to let you know this. I think every single member of this stable is benefiting greatly, but nobody more than Angelo Parker and Matt Maynard, who stand there, and not only do they pull the greatest facial expressions you've ever seen, but Matt Maynard is basically dressed like Chris Jericho from 20 years ago, whereas Angelo Parker, I'm pretty sure, had dressed up like The Rock when he had hosted the Super Bowl a few weeks ago. So I can't really clap my hands today, but I do it like a seal. They are the best. They're all looking behind curtains going, where is Eddie Kingston? Where is Santana? And where is Ortiz? And I actually thought we were going to hold this up for another week, but we didn't because we pulled back one blind and those three guys were there. And for a good five minutes, they were the Jericho Appreciation Society's ass. But if you're into maths, which you are, who doesn't like mathematics, of course, there's only three of 
guys. And there's five of the JAS, well, actually six, because Jericho got the baseball bat and he was smacking everybody around when they stood there and posed like we are the greatest now again let's go back to doing some wrestling maths there's five jas members and there's three when it comes to eddie kingston santana and ortiz so we need two more and given that the jericho appreciation society according to sports entertainers wouldn't it be nice if eddie kingston reached out to his best friend john moxley and his pro wrestling partner brian danielson now i don't know this it is pure speculation but i said this in another video on what culture and i'm going to say it here too just to wind up the comments i like the inner circle i thought they were great but right here right now i think the jericho appreciation society is better this hand i'm giving it up it's time for another interview with jade cargill and mark sterling and they are trying to find a new opponent for jade and she had two options here one an mma fighter probably marina shafir or two a librarian which was lever bates which is when lever bates interrupted so that is 31 interruptions in aew and 90 in all of wrestling and can we make it to 100 before wrestlemania now the interesting thing here is jade obviously picked the librarian because she doesn't want to take on the mma fighter this is kind of the first time she's been a little bit scared keep your eye on it one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes nice dress uh it's a it's a t-shirt until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Before we go any further, though, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now, we all carry around different stresses. They can be big life worries or just, you know, little things like your favorite wrestler not being used properly. The thing is, when we keep them bottled up, it really can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. It is really helpful, too, for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. Therapy basically empowers you to be the best version of yourself. So why not give better help a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and best of all, suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash whatculture today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash whatculture. And do you know what this? Brian Danielson taking on Wheeler Utah. 
I mean, ooh, the lally. Now, it's like a lot of matches on this show, they just absolutely kicked each other's ass. And once more, no one actually thought Danielson was going to lose. But on so many occasions, Wheeler Utah was ahead on the offense, and he was even reversing some of Brian's moves and putting him into submissions when Danielson had to grab the ropes. Well, because I'm a massive wrestling geek and idiot, the tiniest part of me believed. And this was especially true when Danielson was ready to kick Wheeler Utah's head in, and he took his mouth and he spat in Danielson's face. And this was a terrible idea because Brian absolutely wrecked him before he made him tap out with the cross face with this extra weird little thingamajig in it. But I tell you, surely this has to serve as proof to William Regal that Wheeler Utah is good enough for their stable, which means soon it will be Danielson, Moxley and Wheeler Utah. And then you have to come up with a fourth guy. You can't have three. You have to go four. And I have no idea who that could have been. I would assumed it would have been Daniel Garcia, but obviously he's gone down the sports entertainment route. But here's what you need to do. If you're into two people just violently massacring each other, well, actually, you should watch the main event, but then make sure you go watch this up. But the time when I decided I really do need some wrestling comedy in my life, which is when, thankfully, out came Adam Cole and out came Red Dragon for a championship party because, of course, they have stolen all the title belts and they had taken pieces of paper and written their names over the top. They all had a box that said, like, party supplies in the corner, and when they opened it, five balloons came out and Kyle O'Reilly was so overwhelmed here he had to sit down and Bobby Fish said words. Words came out of his mouth and we really should applaud that man because, well, he's not a man, he's a fish. I screwed up that joke. Damn you, Dallas. <laughs> they were just doing their usual stick of we're better than everybody else and Hangman Adam Page took offense to this and I tell you, I love how AEW books the cowboy because he just walks out and even though he is actually fighting against wrestling maths, he beat everybody up. And then when Adam Cole and Red Dragon on the outside, the Jurassic Express with Christian came out and they just continued to get absolutely walloped. So you can see what we're doing here. We are building to the big tag team match. We are building to the big world championship match. But I just appreciate the fact that Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish, who has come from the ocean, have no problem being the butt of the joke. And this came at the perfect time in terms of pacing the show. It was funny. It was entertaining. And it is getting it up. Thunder then came out to the top of the stage to do an interview with Tony Schiavone and at first I thought jet lag had got to me because it was identical to what AEW did last week although this time Thunder Rosa was talking about how she wants to be a great world champion and she wants to be the face of the entire women's division and that she's going to whip Nyla Rose's ass I'm not going to lie to you that was kind of it it was better than what we did seven days ago but it was kind of just there TR were then on the show for the third time because they were cutting another promo where they called out the Young Bucks and my word, they have so many potential opponents when it was time to find out, well, who is the bunny going to face when it comes to the Owen Hart qualifier? And that's right, my friends, we had another debutante in Elite Wrestling and it was none other than Tony Storm. And this kind of telegraphed the whole match because no way are you going to bring in Tony Storm and have her lose. But I just want to say fair play to the bunny. Each and every week she gets a little bit better and she totally understood her role here. And there was one near four and I was like, 
ah, the bunny is going to win, but she didn't. And Tony Storm hit a pile driver to get the win. Now, I don't know whether Wednesday the 30th of March is pile driver celebration day, but CM Punk was hitting pile drivers, John Moxie was hitting pile drivers, Brian Tangson was hitting pile drivers, and Tony Storm was hitting a pile driver. But there was a big 20-year period there where we didn't see this move very much, so don't even worry about it. I can't remember if I'm giving this an up or down now. Of course, it's going to get an up. And instantly, some people are going to be going, AEW, stop hiring people. Why do you not want people to have a job? That's weird. Stop doing it. Let people earn money and let people be good wrestlers, especially when it comes to AEW's women's division. The more amazing names they can get into that, the better it's going to become. And if you think about the Owen Hart tournament on the women's side... I think Tony Storm should probably be the front runner. I mean, flub it, she probably should win. One last interview in the back before we get to our main event because it was Vicky Guerrero and Nyla Rose. And the best part about this is that while Vicky Guerrero said a few words, Nyla Rose did most of the talking. Of course, she hates Thunder Rose and they're going to have a match. But here's the big thing I want from 2022. And I'm going to start a campaign. Let Nyla Rose cut more promos. Give her a microphone like this. She's really funny on Twitter. She'd be really funny on television as well. And I think she's got a new t-shirt that says, Surprise, bitch. And when she did that a few weeks ago, it was really funny. So this is just my roundabout way of telling you, Ireland Nyla Rose. Which then did bring us to the last match of the show, which was kind of the end to a blood feud. It was Andrade taking on that kid, Darby Allen, as we kind of talked about earlier. Darby Allen got absolutely murdered during this match, which is kind of nuts because Andrade thinks he's a child and he still smacked him around like this. Now, Darby did get the odd hope spot in here and there, but honestly, Andrade was so mad at this person, it kind of got a little bit uncomfortable. But even then, as soon as Darby Allen did have some momentum, say the assistant was coming to the ring and this is when sting was like don't you hurt my son so he interfered but then from nowhere the butcher and the blade had clocked up their shop and they were here as well so darby Allen had to be oh great i gotta climb the top rope and i gotta dive onto all of these guys which he did do and by this stage being the nerd that i am i was like well i can see what's going to happen here the bad guy has beaten up the good guy so much that when the good guy wins we can go oh man it was a close match but that's not what we did at all alan back into the squared circle. Mr. Tranquilo was waiting for him. He hit the double arm DDT. And even when Darby Allen was laying there, I was like, he's going to kick out. Ref went one. He's definitely going to kick out. Ref went two. He's definitely going to kick out. And then the ref hit three. And Andrade beat Darby Allen. If that wasn't enough as well, all the people in the ring were then beating up Darby Allen and Sting, including Private Party, which is when AEW did their favorite technique. Out came the Hardy Boys. They had a chair. Jeff Hardy hit this swanton bomb that I think killed somebody's ribs. But of course, now we can build that big tag team match. And once again, I know people think, oh, there's too many run-ins in AEW. Just go listen to the reaction Matt and Jeff Hardy get every single time. We take the finger of power and we give it up. Which brings to the end of AEW Dynamite. And as I said, this is a bit of a wishy-washy episode. But we all stood here in the middle of Dallas, Texas with WrestleMania signs that well, they're down a different street, but don't worry about it. But I definitely, I think my favorite thing about this episode of Dynamite, actually, is that I got to watch it in a bar in Dallas, Texas, with a bunch of my What Culture guys. It was really nice. I had a really good time. and goes to show that wrestling is always better with friends. So overall, I'm giving it up. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.